What is the worst chaos you've ever gone through in your life? Go ahead. Just think about it. Whatever came to your mind was, was probably an amazingly tough and life-altering time for you. I'm guessing that many of you are, are probably going through things right now that feel like the toughest thing you've ever gone through. And I know we're all impacted by the effects of COVID, the sicknesses, the deaths, the life change, the list can go on and on. And it challenges our routines of life. It challenges our character. It challenges our responses. And yes, it even sometimes challenges our faith in God. And that's just our reality. We all go through things. Each one of us could, could tell a story of some major chaos that's happened at some point in your life. You could tell of a time that your back was against the wall and you didn't know how you would get through those circumstances. Yet, here you are. You're taking time to listen to me. You made it. Give yourself a pat on the back. Today over and over the next few weeks, I want to take some time to give you a few things that will help you learn how to go through those really tough things in life, but not just make it through. I want you to go through them with great success and in a timely manner. And I encourage you, stay tuned until the end. This is going to be helpful to you. Hey there, I'm Ryan Franklin, and this is Church Leader Made Simple, and I would love for you to join me every week as we explore leadership topics that'll help you get the clarity needed to move your church forward. Just hit the subscribe button and the bell to get notified as soon as I post a new session. And without any further delay, let's get to it. What we thought was a temporary disruption in March of 2020 has now become a way of life, at least for the foreseeable future. And we kept thinking it was going to get better, only to realize it hasn't. In fact, in some cases, it's only gotten worse because people are more divided now than ever before on what's right and what's wrong concerning masks and vaccinations and, and present world issues. And for you church leaders, so many are divided on how the church should be structured and ran. And it, I can tell you from experience, is so tiring. And as I've talked to people lately, I realize that there's a deep sense of emotional and physical exhaustion and fatigue that has sort of settled in. As they realize that there's not really an end in sight right now. For many, that's very discouraging. Now, I realize that not everything is bad. I know my church for sure has seen some, some new people through the increased anxiety in their lives, people seeking answers. We, we have some tremendous stories of life change, and I realize that not everything is bad. Let me give you a quote by, by Winston Churchill. He said, success consists of going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. First of all, I'm not sure that that's really possible. I'm not sure Winston Churchill ever had to go through anything like we're going through with COVID. But if it were possible to some degree, how is it done? What does it take to move from what seems like 
one failure or one tough thing to the next to the next, but still maintain enthusiasm. Is that even possible? This is so difficult. We're, we're living in difficult times, the most difficult times of my almost 42 years of life. But I want to give you a few things that, that have worked for me so far that I, that I hope will offer you some light at the end of your tunnel. And if you find yourself under pretty extreme stress through these times, and even if you're one of the few that don't find yourself there, you still may want to take some notes because it'll eventually come. Life is full of surprises. So knowing that life is full of surprises over the next few weeks, I want to share with you a few tips that can help you lead through the chaos in your life and in your leadership. Now these sessions assume that, that you already have a prayer life and that you're seeking God for answers. That's obviously first and foremost. And this is, uh, this is beyond direction that comes from the Lord. I got on a plane a few weeks ago, the, the first time I've flown since COVID, and, and you'll never guess what they told me. They said, uh, they said, sir, why don't you just sit down and be quiet? Can you, can you believe they told me that? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. You, you know what they said. In the event of an emergency, you must put on your own oxygen mask first before you can help anyone else. You know, life is not a sprint. Life is a marathon. And if you want to go the distance and live life well, no matter what comes your way, you've got to take care of yourself first. But, but Ryan, Scripture speaks of serving others, helping others, helping the less fortunate, delivering the gospel to others at all costs. And, and you're right. Life is about all of those things. But if you don't help yourself first, if you don't put on your own oxygen mask first, you're not going to be around much longer to be that servant that the Lord's called you to be. You help yourself so you can help others. Helping yourself is a means to an end, not, not an end in itself. I, I help myself so that I can serve others. And I want you to know that I have great, I have great hope about the future of the church. But that doesn't take away the reality that the physical and emotional fatigue for us as church leaders is real. And it can easily lead to an amazing emptiness within each one of us. I recently read a blog post by Dan Ryland that had the five signs of a person being overly stressed. And I want, I want you to evaluate your life through Dan's list. Number one, sleep doesn't bring you rest. You sleep but you wake up tired. Number two, play doesn't bring you joy. Vacation just, just doesn't work anymore and you, and you feel like you still need a vacation when you get back from a restful vacation. Number three, work doesn't bring you results. You work really hard, but it's just not moving the ball. It's just not productive. And number four, prayer doesn't bring you peace. Even when you attempt to give your burdens to the Lord, you keep on carrying them. You just can't seem to, to let those burdens go. And then number five, relationships don't bring you a sense of fulfillment. This is a huge one that I, I see all the time when I'm doing executive coaching with pastors and church leaders. 
You have time with friends, but you still feel disconnected from people. That's a big one. And I want you to think about these things. How many of them are, are you seeing in your life? Is it one or several or maybe all of these things? I know I've personally seen all of these things at, at one time or another in my life, and, and I've even recently seen a couple of these. I've been there. But Jesus said in Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And if your yoke is hard, if you're carrying unnecessary burdens in your life, there's no way that you can be as effective as you could be as a leader and as a minister. And in 2021, if you're not serious about putting on your own oxygen mask first, we can just about hang it up because the burden and the weight is just way too heavy. So how, how can we put on our own oxygen mask first? You know, I love the practical side of uh, leadership content. People love inspirational, but it's the practical that will allow you to see results. And uh, one good way to put on your own oxygen mask first is to create margin in your life. In simple terms, margin is your breathing room. It's the difference between your limits and your responsibilities. And margin allows us to have space in our day so that we're not so stressed and wore out all of the time. And, and in the event of a, an unexpected, unexpected opportunity or emergency that happens from time to time, we'll have the space and the capacity to respond to those things. And let me just say this, you, you better put the most important things in your life first and guard it from those least important things. If daily devotion is important to you, and it really should be, put it in first. If church or small groups or whatever is important to you, you better put it in first. And I'll just say one, one thing, and I'll, and I'll leave this subject along. Church is more important than, than any ball games for your kids. I'm not talking about the occasional once or twice a year things. I'm talking about the routine of life. And I'm not going to say any more about that. But I, but I literally just posted a YouTube video on margin just a few weeks back. So go back and, and check that out. And I'll post a link up here. And I'll also post it in the, in the description. Another way to put on your own oxygen mask first is to grieve your losses. This season of our lives is a serious, uh, it's a series of one loss after another, from the loss of people, unfortunately, to the loss of what was normal, to the loss of jobs, to the loss of relationships, to sicknesses, to lack of progress in our life or, or our ministry. Every time we turn our heads, there's loss. And I'd like to pause, I would like for you to pause this video or this podcast just for a moment. And I want you to just sit for a minute and reflect. Just think about some of the losses you've experienced since March of 2020. And I just want you to bring some awareness to that. At one time, I did a terrible job of, of grieving my losses, and, and those emotions would build and they would build until 
I would begin to experience feelings of burnout and, and lots of other negative emotions would come to the surface. And I've learned that it's so important to grieve as I go. So when I feel those emotions arise, I know I've got to figure out what's going on inside of me. I don't want to just push the sadness away. It's not healthy. And I realize it may sound odd to some, but when we're grieving, it's important that we just admit that. This loss really does stink. And yes, I, I'm sad. Why not be honest with ourselves? There's no one that's immune to the grieving process. And so we must grieve and experience that sadness. And then when it lifts, we just we, we move on with life. But we can't just push that away or, or medicate the impact of that grief. We have to embrace it. We have to grieve our losses. And that's, that's part of putting on our own oxygen mask first. And if you're struggling with grieving the losses in your life, I want to encourage you, find someone that can help you do that. Because it's so very important. As I wrap up today, I just want to encourage you, give yourself permission to take care of yourself first. This is extremely tough times that we're living in. There's a ton of chaos all around us. Give yourself permission to take care of yourself first. Because if you take care of yourself first, you'll be able to stand the test of time and you'll have the energy to help others around you. I've got more to come on this subject next week. So if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe and hit the bell to get notified each week when I post a new session. I would, gr I would also greatly appreciate you hitting the like button and sharing this content on your favorite social media sites. It just helps me extend my reach. I hope you have a great day. God bless you.